it's time for summoning. Lauren Bobert. Lauren Hey, no, you can't. Bo- don't. If you do that no? three times, she's going to show up in your house. You can't. Don't do that. Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to this Palodrome podcast. It's episode four one four. That's a Palodrome, if you wanted to know. Uh, with me, I have Luke. What's your name? <laughs> Backwards. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. If you M- if mine you, is Orf. <laughs> it's o- Orf. Yeah. <laughs> orphan cool. <laughs> the yeah, Orphan Cool that's... podcast. That actually yeah. sounds like it could be a podcast name for real, or maybe a YouTube channel. Yeah. Orphan Cool. Yeah, it's more a YouTube name than <laughs> a podcast name. Right, or maybe like a gamer tag. Yeah. Yeah. So for people that uh, didn't listen to last week's uh, podcast, we did not have, have sound problems whatsoever. Uh, yeah, no. There Definitely we didn't just stop halfway through because it was taking way too long to do the podcast uh, because everything was going to shit. Going to shit. Absolutely not... I ended up uh, cutting around most of the really bad parts so that it actually sounded <laughs> fine when you listen back yeah, back yeah. to it. But for us, uh, at the time, it was total... Uh, what's the word for it? Uh, annoying is the best word for it. It was just super annoying. <laughs> it was a nightmare to record. <laughs> so if I sound a little different, it is because I'm not on my computer. Uh that usually means that I'm not home, but I'm very much home. <laughs> uh, it's just that uh, my computer sound, uh, sound card has uh, said goodbye. R- R.I.P. Rest in peace. Yeah, it took a dump. Uh, it, yeah, it wasn't happy with you, I guess. It was like, I don't like you anymore. Yeah. Is it, that's what it happened, right? That's what mm-hmm. audio cards do. Yeah. Uh, it told me that uh, it is seeing someone else. <laughs> <laughs> it gave you the middle finger and drove off after that, yeah. It married someone that's 20 years uh, younger, has uh, bigger breasts than me, and uh, looks better. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, every man does in those kind of movies. Damn audio because... card. <laughs> I feel like I saw Damn two shows or, uh, that were that exact plot that you just described this week, so we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> Ah, uh, one of the shows you watched with me. That was so good. We will talk about that later. Okay, let's talk about uh, uh, the China boy. Um, because that's what uh, the balloon boy did uh, when he was uh, found out he moved to China. This story more is more and more there. feeling like balloon boy. Uh, now finding <laughs> out, that after this specific <laughs> article, finding out from CBS News, what we found out that yeah. if you didn't know, balloon boy... Wasn't actually in the balloon. Yeah. What? Really? Balloon Boy's mom lied about the balloon, uh, mm. the, the boy being gone. And the boy was actually yeah. just in their attic the whole time. That was what happened with that. Well, in a bizarre crisis to the Biden administration, 
the Chinese spy balloon that was floating across the United States had the nation and its politicians in a tizzy. I love that word, tizzy. Mm, that's a good word. Seven months later, though, Mark Milley, chairman of the Joyce Chiefs of Staff, Joint Chiefs of Staff, told CBS News <laughs> Sunday morning, Chief Cheese of Staff, yeah, a cheese staff. It's just like a giant thing of Gouda. <laughs> Smoked Gouda, specifically. Um, yes. The balloon, uh, he told Sunday uh, Sunday morning, CBS News, that the balloon wasn't spying. Uh, the intelligence community and their what? assessment and, and its high confidence assessments is that there was no intelligence collected by that balloon. Uh, <laughs> so why was it over the United States, CBS says. There are various theories. One leading theory is that it was blown off track. Uh, it's mm. almost like we said that. At the time, like we had said that exact thing on this podcast, the balloon had been headed towards Hawaii, but winds at about 60,000 feet apparently took over and those winds were very high. The particular motor on the aircraft can't go against those winds at that altitude. So the balloon ended up floating over Alaska and then Canada and then down over the lower 48 into Billings, Montana, where a photographer... Uh, who studied photojournalism in college, recorded it from his driveway. So, yeah, that was all bullshit. <laughs> I'm, I'm so surprised. Oh, wait, I'm not? <laughs> it's so... Remember then we've shot down multiple other random yep. balloons uh, yep. with, like, sh missiles? People went to carnivals and went crazy, like... Look at those all those Chinese balloons. No, they're they're just selling them. <laughs> yeah, uh, the and it's I I just think it's the wildest thing about this is that like nobody else is like this isn't like big news this week that oh by the no. way that whole thing that y we made a huge deal about for about two months and it was this mm -hmm. huge thing and actually caused hu a huge rift between the Chi Chinese government and the US government that whole thing mm. not real a lie yeah yeah <laughs> we we retract that whole statement um, but we're not gonna make a big deal about it because if we made a big deal about it you'd realize that we were lying the whole time right have you heard of page four look uh, the British tabloid that like uh, uh, well, it's a British tabloid concept, at least, yes. Uh, so, well, on page four, every, every like, for the longest time, uh, I think it was, I don't know. Um, naked women? Sun, sun or whatever. Here, I'll look uh, it up. Was naked look women. Up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was naked women. And um, they had, had it on page four, and they sold it as a gimmick. And... It feels a little like that. It feels like someone's like said, "Hey, on page four, you find this scandalous thing. I bet you want to watch it, don't you?" Oh, and when you turn into it, you just see like a picture of a balloon, <laughs> just a normal balloon, just a it's party balloon, birthday party balloon. <laughs> Apparently, it's page three, not page four. Oh. Page it, it was introduced by The Sun in November 1970, and it boosted readership for the tabloid. Yeah. Right, so it was The Sun. At, le at least I had that uh, right. Katie yeah. Price was a well-known Page 3 girl. She was. Okay. I mean, that's the most famous one I've heard uh, of the ones that I'm seeing right here, but that's right, the most famous yeah. one I've heard of. Well, 
I found out today that well last last week uh, was it on Monday I found out that Fergie has very bad tasted men. <laughs> so well, there's that. She's also the one that sung that uh, very offensive song. So uh, let's get it started. You mean everybody. Uh, let's get it started in here. Let's get it started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was nothing mm-hmm. uh, wrong. Absolutely with nothing wrong with that. Right. She doesn't. Song. She definitely has the best judgment of anybody, right? That's oh, the way we'll put it. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, this China thing. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's used in a brick, in in a brick, uh, in the way of of like uh, scaring chess. Uh, we talked a little about it last week about like how uh, tired I am of like media trying to scare people to be scared of of china and russia it's like shifting between those two things the last 50 years and um yeah this uh china spy balloon thing was used as you being scared and they don't fucking like retract it or talk about it or anything it's just right let's go on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think, like, if they didn't want people to be afraid of it, the story yeah. initially that was scary, the retraction would be just as big of a story if their point right. was, we don't want you to be scared of this, right? Yeah. yeah. They yeah. should be equally as big of headlines if that was the case. Yeah, that's what yeah. I think. Totally. Hey, uh, I remember when Amazon uh, uh, had a big thing uh, where people couldn't unionize for the longest time, and uh, that was the thing. Is that still a thing? When I was working at the movie theater, I became uh, a manager of the projection booth one year, and they were like, you got to read this book uh, for that managers have to go through so you have to read this whole big manual of how to be a manager at a movie theater one of the chapters mm-hmm. was what to do if employees are talking about unionizing was one of the mm-hmm. chapters in that book and it was like stop them do not allow them to do that right <laughs> whatever you do <laughs> shoot them before they can vote right i'm getting paid minimum wage do i give a shit about that at all yeah yeah but uh outer workers union braces for more strikes uh yeah this coming after of course all the uh entertainment strikes they're calling it the summer of strikes fro what do you think like We've seen so many union strikes this summer. It really does feel yeah. like... Uh, it does feel like that. Yeah. Uh, it says here, the United Auto Workers members picketed in Michigan and Ohio, urging union leaders to hold firm to their biggest demands and on pay hikes and compensation in the, as their first ever strike against the Detroit 3, um, Ford, General Motors, and Chrysler. Uh, mm. Workers on the picket line in Wayne... Michigan, Toledo, and Ohio on Tuesday said the union should not back down on its demands with some hope that uh, the deadline for more strikes would produce results. It is still not clear whether official negotiations between the two sides would resume after lengthy talks on Monday brought little progress, prompting concerns among some auto executives and and Congress that the deal would not be struck uh, before the Friday deadline. So they're saying Mm. the the auto workers are saying if you don't um, 
at least come to the table and start talking to us, we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna strike even more auto plants. Like this is this is the beginning, is what they're saying. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm reading a book right now about the French uh, Revolution, and I was thinking a little about like how uh, little power uh, people have if they don't like you and nice and like get together for a course. I mean, it's so important. Uh, I think uh, in especially like you said this summer where everybody has been striking it feels like like hollywood is on uh, one of the big strikes right now yeah. we have the uh, uh auto workers uh in the uk they are talking about an an nhs strike uh, their uh, nurses and things like that mm-hmm. uh, we have uh, people in the transport industry that's uh, been striking because of Brexit and the hullabaloo that's going on there with uh, the deal that uh, the UK got with the EU. That was, uh, yeah, the railroad going... strike, which happened earlier in the summer here in America. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I totally, I totally, I, I think that people should get unionized. I am very, very pro-union. You remember that? documentary that Obama put out with like the uh with I think he had the leader of China was like came to like that auto factory the auto glass factory do you remember that documentary yes uh it was like this weird almost anti-union Obama documentary yeah I feel like (laughs) they uh, there are people in our government who have known about this for a long time and just have chosen Mm -hmm. not to address it as what I think um yeah, and it, it, remember that guy Tim Scott, who was in the mm-hmm. uh, in the debates that we watched a few weeks yeah. ago. Which there's another debate coming up, isn't there? Pretty soon, I think there is. Uh, soonish, yeah. Uh, Tim Scott uh, said, "Well, we should just fire anybody who doesn't want to go back to work." Right. Yeah. I I don't think that's gonna work, but sure, you can just. You and fire everybody. Listen to, I think it was last week, wasn't it? We talked, uh, listened to that millionaire that said, like, uh, people should uh, feel privileged <laughs> because they get jobs. Right. He, and that guy was specifically talking about um, construction workers, which is right. a whole, like, right. I can see that being almost the next thing to go on strike, but I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, uh, I hate that we're soon getting empty of uh, new clever things to watch. But uh, I do support uh, every, every, every union strike. See, that's just it for us. Having bad things to watch is just as good as good things because <laughs> for us, we get to just make fun of shit. So if you're making bad TV shows, like. Uh, senior bachelor or whatever the hell golden bachelor like that's golden just bachelor. that yeah. golden bachelor is gold for us because we get to just make fun of that shit you know what i mean so like bring it on that's what i think <laughs> like if you uh if you think this is gonna hurt us it's not yeah or when we talk about big brother next uh anyway uh cuba arrest oh 
17 uh, people over alleged recruitment of Cubans to fight for Russia? What the fuck is going on here? Remember last week when I said, oh, now the now we're going after the Cubans. Well, this is what I was talking about at the time. I, I, it was just, it hadn't really culminated yet, but now the Cuban authorities have arrested 17 people in connection with what they describe as a network to recruit Cuban nationals to fight uh, for Russia in Ukraine. The head of the criminal investigation for Cuba's interior minister told the state media that at least 17 people were arrested as part of a recruitment effort inside the island. The officials did not identify the alleged members of the network, but said they had previous criminal records. Some families have started speaking up about the case, uh, and at least one mother said her son was promised a job in construction in Russia, but ended up uh, going being sent to Ukraine. Okay. Can can I guess something? Uh, 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 do you think this has nothing to do with spying or recruitment, and everything to do that with Cuban? Uh, the Cuban government wanting a better relationship with the U.S. <laughs> a lot of people are saying that, that's that's what I am thinking. A lot of people are saying that th that the Cubans are lying about not lying about arresting these people, but lying about that they didn't have any involvement with it in the first place. And that's right. like the one of the big lines is like, oh, the Cubans and the Russians are working together, and now they're just trying, they're doing this to save face. That's what you're suggesting. It's like, they're just doing this mm -hmm. because they got caught, right? Um, mm -hmm. I guess it's possible. It says here, Cuba and Russia are political allies, and uh, and Cubans do not mm -hmm. require a visa to travel to Russia, so exactly. many go there to study <laughs> or to work. Right. Yeah. So that's, I, I think this is, yeah, it's Red Scare... It's Red Scare stuff. Is it true? I don't. I don't know. Um, I guess the thing, like, there's a big difference with the Cuban government sending Cubans there, and there being some kind of underground trafficking. That what they're su right. suggesting is there is an underground trafficking ring that is sending Cubans there uh, to Ukraine to fight on without without knowing it. I wish they would send. I have a I have a suggestion of who they can send. Hunter Biden. <laughs> is he I don't think he's Cuban is the problem. Uh, uh oh, that's that's true. Yeah, he's at, yeah. when you look at him he he's probably the least Cuban looking guy in the entire world. <laughs> yeah. He also doesn't look like he's in shape of fighting, so there's also that. Uh, but yeah, uh, his plea agreement was taken away. I think it was last week, right? It was a couple weeks ago, actually. Oh, was it two weeks ago? Okay. Uh, yeah, at least it was a it was a bit ago. Um, but the president's son, Hunter Biden, is now expected to plead plead not guilty in his arraignment on federal gun charges. His attorney wrote in court filings yesterday, Tuesday. It's the first official indication that uh, Biden's plans to fight the charges against him following uh, the indictment last week. So maybe that's what you were right. thinking. Yeah, okay. Through his attorney, he has publicly suggested that he will fight these charges. The president's only living son was indicted last Thursday by special counsel David Weiss on charges that he lied on a federal form that said he was drug-free at the time. 
of buying Can the I gun. Just right. say that I don't like that they put down that he's the one only living son. You got to feel a... bad for him because his son died of cancer, I think, or something. Yes, yeah. something like that. So yeah. Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? It's just like it. It feels so. Oh, let's put this in so we can create some sympathy. Also, like he lied about being drug free. Yeah, I did that also when the dare officer told me to sign the little what? thing. When I, when I was in elementary or middle school, the dare officer was like, you need to sign this thing that says you'll never smoke or do drugs ever. And guess what? I did sign that. And guess what? I still ended up doing drugs in high school. So, Yeah, in high school. That's eh, eh. After that, he just quit, ladies and gentlemen. Right, never I've never done, done drugs. drugs since then, ever. I've never done That's... any <laughs> drugs. Drugs are bad, okay? Okay. <laughs> It's easy, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I just think that the the reason they're even going after him is kind of silly. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. Oh, yeah. you he wrote something on a, a form. Uh, I guess the big deal is like he was getting a gun at the time, which is kind of like right. Yeah, that it. I but mean, it there there's other things that I think uh, that he's done worse. Should, uh, right. Should be looked into, for example, his work in Ukraine. Cough, cough. Right. I think those things are probably more <laughs> damning as far as criminal yes. actions. I think this is like uh, way low on the totem pole. It, of it feels a little like uh, uh, like when we talked about the first indictment for Trump. It feels a little like overkill. Uh, yeah, if this gun had been used afterwards in some kind of criminal act, then I'd be like, okay. Yeah, but this gun would never else, was but, never uh, used to do it any. Hadn't yeah. been used or anything. Right, it's exactly. Like silly. There, yeah, the whole thing is uh, almost an overreaction. It's all political. It really is. Um, not that I yeah. think Hunter Biden's a good guy, but this is all just no, a, a polit- no. I don't not, to use the term from Trump. This is all a witch hunt. Uh, of the living Bidens, I would say it's the second worst, actually. <laughs> Is there any other Biden? Uh, there's probably some other worst Biden, right, that we haven't even heard of. I don't even know. <laughs> I said second worst, because I think his dad is worst. I'm just saying there's probably some other Biden that we don't even know about. I'm sure. Getting, yeah. Hey, uh, look, Beetlejuice, 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 Beetlejuice. Showtime. That's what isn't that the <laughs> the line from the movie? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love the original pictures. It is so fucking good. It, it, it still is. stands up except for the um special effects. Uh, everything right. except for the special yeah. effects stand special still effects stand up. Not, not that great. Great. But uh, everything else, the music, the everything. It is probably one of my favorite musicals. Uh, uh yeah, it's very yeah. good. Yeah. It's uh, even someone that hates musicals, you like it. <laughs> the movie is a kind of... it's It's got music, but it's not a musical, but it, they made a musical out of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Would, would you go and see that musical? No, any... I wouldn't. No? I mean, Why the, not? as far as musical goes, <laughs> this would be one that would be more on my list of things that I would want to see than other musicals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Would I want to go see this or Les Mis? Probably this. 
right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. As far as somebody who doesn't like musicals. Um, who, who, who are you going to bring us a date? Probably Lauren Boebert. Did they make a Transformers yeah. musical? Has that been a thing yet? <laughs> they did uh, Spider-Man. I know they did Spider-Man. I, yeah, but I'm just wondering, have they done a trans- Transformers, the musical? The musical. I don't know. Uh, I, don't know. I know they did a the Titanic one. Okay. No joke. But yeah, Lauren... Okay, Transformers uh, Michael and Michael Bay parody musical opens in uh, L.A. satire company 30-minute mu- musicals mi- takes on Michael Bay's summer blockbuster. So somebody, the 30-minute musicals people did a Transformers uh, oh, musical. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I like I like them. They, they, you showed me them before. I don't. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Lauren Boebert at a theater in Denver <laughs> on Sunday had described a lo- the lawmaker as outrageous. Uh, Oh, people in Denver have described her uh, outrageous behavior as she was kicked out of the venue that was hosting uh, Beetlejuice. The extremist lawmaker was forced to leave the touring production following complaints from multiple attendees about her disruptive behavior, according to local news outlets. Surveillance footage shows her and her companion being escorted out of the Buell Theater. (laughs) Yeah. I have uh, I I've seen I've seen some videos of this. They she really had cover. They had a lot of cover. Like every CCTV uh, camera, they had like uh, access to somehow. It was pretty amazing yes. how much footage they actually had of this. Yes, I and I I have to say, of all the weirdos I have seen in the musical, she she's up there. One woman made a complaint during an intermission when she returned to her seat with her husband. Bobert uh, called her a sad and miserable person. Uh, a pregnant woman wow. who sat directly behind Bobert reportedly provided evidence she did so to the Denver Post said, These people in front of us were outrageous. I've never seen anyone act like the, that before. Uh, the woman who said she did not even recognize Bobert told the Post, she had asked the lawmaker to stop vaping, but the congresswoman simply said no. Yeah, that was one big <laughs> thing. It's like she was just vaping it up, and she was yelling and screaming. Jesus Christ! Another uh, rumor, which I, I mean, if you watch the video, it's possible that she was giving the guy a handjob. Yeah, it it very much looked like that. Right. The, just the. Uh, there's no way to actually tell if that was actually what no. was happening, but. But the movement in the video that I saw very much looked like that. <laughs> it seems absolutely insane that you would be doing that in the middle of a... Ch- like, this is a... This uh, play was... Uh, it's an all-ages play. This is not like an adult uh, mm-hmm. thing. So for them to do that in a place where there could also be children around, like, watching this production is like... Uh, they were clearly... Also, even if you watch the stuff like... Right after she gets kicked out, there's this whole CCT mm-hmm. thing, CCTV thing of them walking away from the theater. You can clearly mm-hmm. tell by how she's walking, how she's acting, that she's she just fucking sober. wasted. Yeah, she's yeah. just <laughs> totally blasted drunk. She was trashed, as I uh, said to someone this week. Trashed. Yeah. yeah. Um, conservative uh, lawmaker, yeah, no. by the way. Of course, she said sorry right away, and everything is nice. So, a lot of people are saying, "Well, what was oh, in wait, the that vape?" That didn't happen. 
<laughs> what was she vaping, Fro? That's the question. Was she, was it nicotine or is Lauren Bober a pothead? That's the uh, that's a big question. Is it? That would go against her whole ethos of like her political stance on uh, a lot of things. If she was, oh, so you don't think jerking off? Uh, how do I, how do I say this? Not a white man in the middle of a theater is not against her political stance, <laughs> right? I guess yeah. that's true. Uh, yeah, <laughs> especially when that theater Robert, is an all ages theater, I'm, right? And she's against I, grooming. I think, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, talking about the French Revolution, uh, going back to that, uh, I remember uh, the guillotine. I mean, that was more or less discovered when I was born, so... It was more... Uh, you're that old, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It feel, feels like that. Let them vape cake. That's what I say. <laughs> Let them vape cake. Yeah. Weren't you and me that found out that that is an expression that actually didn't happen? I don't. Rem- I think we- I've heard that. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh... Right. I think you and me talked about it, and I said, "Let them eat cake," and you said, "Oh, did you know that she never said that?" Uh. Yeah, I do remember, if- I- but I I don't remember if that. Uh... I don't remember what we concluded on that, is the thing. I I think we concluded that she didn't say it. Okay, according to the Atlas Britannica, yeah. uh, Let Them Eat Cake is a famous quote attributed to Marie Antoinette during the French Revolution. Uh, it says uh, it was a, she was oblivious to people's daily and ordinary lives, but did she ever actually utter those words? Probably not, is what it says. Right. Yeah, because... Uh, was something about like cake wasn't popular at that time, time or something? Uh, yeah, it says here uh, the poor simply didn't eat sweet bread. Essentially, the story right. of rulers and aristocracy. Uh, uh, the first person to spe- to tell the specific praise in print may have been a French philosopher, Jean Jacques Rousseau, in a book uh, in the f- sixth book Rousseau's Confessions, written about seventeen sixty seven. So. That's apparently where it came from. Right. But, uh, yeah, Tron is uh, going to talk about uh, the French Revolution in a way, because uh, one day the rich will have their heads cut off. Hello, this is Tron with Tron Tons the Truth. Welcome to the age of the super rich. Yes, super rich. If you're rich, you want to get richer. Even richer. There's no way, no pocket you can be filled with more money. You just need more, 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 more. Before that time was over, but the time is not over. You always think that death can keep you going and we're going and we're going and the super rich will only get super richer. There's no way, no way in the world you can stop the people, you can stop yourself from getting even more. And the people you can pacify with entertainment, religion, and all kinds of bullshit. Yeah, that has also tried before, but the super wealthy, rich, and the greedy always done the same mistake again and again and again. The people will always find some way to kick you in the balls. And then when that happened, yeah. But maybe people, a lot of people call me a communist now, but this have happened before. In France, 
1789, the people stood up. The revolution came, well, it was knocked down later, but it started. Why it started? Because rich people sometimes get paranoid. The rich people start to argue within each other, and then they try to get the poor on board with them so they can get richer again. But then the poor find out, hmm, let's kick them in the fucking nuts. There's one thing more. When the only thing you're keeping you alive is money, if the money is the only value in society, then my money is the only thing who's going to keep you alive. It's only... And some people, the purpose of they getting money, yes, I think you get the drift. Many years ago, I worked at the Greek Hall when some rich people wanted to do something. And he was like, money talks, money talks. Yes, of course, I said back. Money talks because I get paid. If you didn't pay me, I wouldn't do it. That is the fact. So if you pay people less and less, why people are starving, why people just quitting the jobs because the wage is too low anyways, why not should give a fuck? Then you should be worried. People quitting the jobs, silent quitting, well, they'd rather live shitty poor with no job than working poor with shitty lives. They, they will be able to manage with less, but at least they have a life. A better with a poor life than no life. But they will come the day they don't give a fuck about you. Well, if you don't give a shit about them, why can they steal from you? Why can they not? I mean, they can steal from you and get away with it. Why can't you just fucking cut your head off? Because a revolution have happened before and will happen again. And it always happens because of greed, not ideology. Most people who did Revolution 1917 in Russia, they didn't know shit about communism. They just needed, they wanted to have something that they didn't have. They wanted to get more welfare. They wanted to eat. Yes. And that's going to start a revolution again. Then they come to a point where they didn't care about the religion. They didn't care about anything really. Because they got nothing to lose. So, there you got that one. You can always use Fox News and all the shitty chance you got conservatives to talk like religion was back. Prayers come back in school. But it will not help you. It's like pissing in the pants to keep it warm. Because now, your respect for you is gone. You're not worthwhile job creators. You're not successful businessmen. You're just greedy fucking asshole who one day gonna get your head cut off. This was Tron. Tron tells the truth. That was uh, Tron telling the truth. Thank you as always, Tron. Thank you, Tron. Uh, TV, TV round. TV shows that I've seen this week. I saw Wrestlers on Netflix. Which yeah. you saw last week. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a good show. It's well put together. It is. I, yeah. I, I was surprised to see that it was done by BBC, of all mm-hmm. people. That's very strange that this show of all shows would be done by BBC. Uh, but you know, it's got it. That means it's got quality behind it. You definitely can tell that yeah. they took their time to make this and like research everything about wrestling. But at the same time, mm-hmm. if you already are a wrestling huge wrestling fan, like we are. Or have been, mm-hmm. you know all this shit already. 
Like, oh, yeah, yeah. this is for a new fan. Like, a, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Somebody who, or somebody that doesn't know a lot about the business. Um, where, for me, I've literally been that guy next to Al Snow before. You know what I mean? Like, right. I've been, I've yeah, been yeah. there. I've worked on the indie scene. So, for it, at the same time, it's interesting, but also, uh, in a way, it felt like there, there wasn't a lot for me there i guess yeah totally yeah that's that's one of the things i said last week i think it's like i felt like this was not made for me it's something i would show someone that's definitely not into wrestling it could get somebody into wrestling though you know what i mean like somebody could watch this and be like oh wow that's what it's really all about like because when people think wrestling they think like hulk hogan they think John Cena, right. they think Batista, like these the big names. Yeah, but like the core of wrestling really is like the indie scene. Yeah, the the little people, because like all those people that are going to those indie shows, like OVW, all the the people in the yeah. crowd, the crowd, or what I'm talking about, those people are all also going to the, the WWE show when it comes to town. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like I remember going to a SmackDown show in Portland and also working on an indie show in Portland. And I would mm-hmm. I would be walking in the SmackDown, you know, the arena, and seeing all the same people that I'm seeing at indie shows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But then there's yeah, this yeah. whole other group of people that don't go to the indie shows that are there for the, the you know, the big the big boys. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a weird, uh, like they want to act like they're two separate things, but the fan base is the same. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different dynamic. It's a different. Yeah. It's. Only the hardcore, hardcore wrestling fans go to the indie shows. Uh, but those hardcore, hardcore fans also go to the the WWE show when it comes to town. But there's yeah. this whole other kind of other group of wrestling fan that those are the people that didn't tell you they were a wrestling fan because they were embarrassed. You know what I mean? Those kind of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was talking a little uh, about this on that wrestling show. You should uh, check out that podcast, everybody. That wrestling show. That wrestling show. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I I talked to him and about like how my introduction to wrestling was uh, uh, through TNA uh, when they had a five sided ring. That's how because it was just back, different looking, <laughs> right? Back, back in time, <laughs> uh, when 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 I think I think there was a storyline in TNA where Booker T. Uh, got fired uh, storyline wise, and then he showed up like next week or something in WWE uh, because his contract was over. Right, and okay. I think that made me watch uh, WWE because of that storyline. That's interesting. Look, from yeah. TNA, it made you go over yeah. there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I w- I grew up in the Attitude Era watching. WCW and WWE and seeing people mm. go back and forth all the time. So that was always super yeah. interesting. But that's true about OVW also because like in this documentary they point out like all those big people, John Cena, Batista, uh yeah, uh, Randy Orton, all those guys came out of there. Started there. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing where uh mm. and also what's his name? Jesse Godders is the current champion mm-hmm. or whatever in this in this documentary, who that guy yeah. was in TNA, and mm-hmm. uh, he was a Big Brother guy, wasn't he? he like that's yeah, where he got he famous was. was Big Brother. So there's yeah. like, yeah, th- that's all super interesting because like, uh, 
the indie scene is where the WWE finds these superstars to begin with. Yeah, yeah that's the yeah. interesting part about the whole documentary. I'd give it a uh, probably six point five. I mean, it was pretty yeah. standard documentary. That's the only downside of it. Cool. Uh, I watched something incredibly shitty. It's called Sex, a Bonkers History. Uh, it is uh, one of the stupidest shows I have ever seen in my entire life. It was, uh, I think it was some BBC. No, it was um, the other one. That's not BBC. <laughs> ITV. ITV. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, what's the name of the other one? The yeah. other British TV channel, right? <laughs> because they only have two, right? Well, they have. Uh, no, they have BBC One. They have BBC Two. They have BBC Three. <laughs> they have BBC Four. <laughs> and ITV One. And ITV, ITV two, two. And ITV. Yeah. Yes. And ITV X. So. Do you know who Amanda Holden is? The name sounds super familiar. Let me look it up. So, uh, for people uh, in the UK, she would probably be most known uh, uh, from uh, Britain's Got Talent. Is probably what she has done for many, many years. And this is like... Uh, uh, it's a history show about sex that's uh, presented by Amanda Holden and a guy that called Dan Jones. Okay. And I have uh, never seen something this unfunny. Uh, there are five episodes and I I almost couldn't see one episode. So <laughs> and it's 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 like it go, goes through like the the Greeks, uh, the Egyptians, and it's it's uh, then they like jump into India for uh, and Kamasutra like for two seconds. Okay. And it's supposed to be this like sketch comedy thing that's very like funny and raunchy, but it just falls down flat and flat and is so fucking boring that. And unfunny, and I don't usually use this word, but it's the most cringe thing I have seen in years and years. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to give it a fat big zero look. Uh, yeah, I maybe this will show up in America at some point, right? Uh, I, I hope so. See. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe not if it's that bad, but. There's probably that's just it. There, there's a market for every TV show now because there aren't any mm -hmm. TV shows being made. Uh, yeah, I must have heard of her from, uh, uh, The Voice or whatever she's in. Uh, uh Britain's, Britain's Got, Got Talent. Talent. Yeah, that's yes, the only place yeah. I could have heard of her from because I don't know anything else she's ever been in. But I've definitely heard the name. Yeah. Uh, did you give it a, a score? Yeah, a big fat zero. Oh right. Yeah. Uh, something else you watched last week was The Other Black Girl. Mm -hmm. uh, this was on Hulu. Uh, I really like this. It's a, definitely <laughs> a horror... Um, it's not a... Is it a horror? I, I want to say it's it's kind of wanting to be a Jordan Peele movie a little bit. It's like... A little. It's got like elements of wanting to be a Jordan Peele film. 
But at the same but time, it's, it's like funny. it's its own yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, some Jordan Peele parts of those movies are also funny. Um, mm. It also has a lot of like a uh, discussion of just kind of corporate culture and how mm-hmm. uh, specifically black women are treated in uh, society as far as like in office jobs specifically. Mm-hmm. Right. That's mm-hmm. really the basis of the whole thing is like, this is how uh, black women have to live in, in, in a office space type culture. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it has like horror elements, uh, which I don't even know how you can't, we can't really describe them without, ruining anything can spoiling we? yeah all, yeah no. <laughs> so yeah it just has horror elements i'll say it's really yeah. i mean the acting's really good it's really well put together i don't like some of the generic like um i don't know uh what's the word for it uh boss lady feminism tones in this sure i get that but it's supposed to be like that oh i understand that's the whole purpose of it i just yeah, yeah. It, some of them are very heavy-handed I guess is my yes, point, and it's like yes, yes. feels over, uh, like it, like it's punching in you, punching you in the face with the concept instead of like, like a Jordan Peele movie. Uh, some people in that what was the first movie? People didn't even understand that it was about a uh, black, uh, black culture until they like were told in articles later right. that explained it to them. Like, this, yeah, yeah. where this show, it just punches you in the face with the concept. Mm. Right. That's the difference, I guess. I don't know. The whole thing, the acting's good. Everything's good in it. Like, it's, and definitely want to see where it goes. So I'll give it a, a six. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I gave it a nine last week. Or maybe I just need to see more, but, uh, yeah, the there's certain parts of it that just... Are trying too hard, maybe? Yeah. Mm. I, I, I can understand why. Uh, well, we saw the TV show that's based on the movie that Lucas <laughs> never seen. Uh, what was it called again? Something Games. The Buddy, buddy Games? The Buddy Games. Apparently the buddy there were games. two Buddy yes. Games movies. I've never seen either of them. I Yeah, I've seen the first one, but it's so fucking far down my memory that I... I have to say that I don't remember a fucking thing about that movie. So you don't remember if this is in any way like I mean it's got to have no. something to do with it, but it's just basically Survivor without the without the strategy part. That's what I've gotten from it after one episode. It's Survivor right? without starving. <laughs> yeah, or without immunity idols, or without yes. um, any kind of backstabbing or anything like that. Like we're not. I don't feel like we're gonna get any like uh, what's it. Uh, alliances happening between teams or anything like that, you know? What I mean? Right. Yeah. 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 So it's it's a little like it's weak survivor with some elements of Big Brother. <laughs> there was a Bear Grylls reality show that I don't think you ever saw, but it came out earlier this year. Uh, this is very mm-hmm. similar to that, like formula wise. It's got a very similar formula. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, who was the program chief in this? Uh, like the. Oh, the host, the host, Josh yeah. Demol, who was in Josh Demol, yeah, who was in like the original, apparently, which I never saw. Yes, right. Uh, he's most known for Magic Mike, according to to Luke, and also being married. To... <laughs> uh, yeah, 
<laughs> I never saw Magic Mike either, so I don't. That's what I know him from mostly. I I am pretty sure I saw the first two movies, um, but yeah, no, this was okay. I mean, it's it's uh, it's totally fine. <laughs> it's not uh, it's not uh, any different than other six hundred reality fucking shows. I've seen that's based on more of the same concept. I like I like that he's being very what should I say, jovial. Sure. He's being very like yeah. I think he's a good he's host. Being, he's better He's a, he's a very good host. He's a lot better of a host than a lot of other shows like this that we've seen where like the host is a uh, cheesy and corny and just annoying where mm-hmm. he actually come like you yeah, it feels like he's like your friend or the he's friends with the people who are competing right some of the rules in this game are totally confusing and don't make any sense yeah. but maybe yep. we need it because there's only one episode out maybe we need a whole another episode to explain what the fuck's going on other than that right. uh it's a standard ass uh competition reality show i'm going to give it a 4.5 actually i was going to give it a four so i think we're pretty yeah. close yeah it's we're, it's one of these shows that is we're going to see a lot more of them in the next few months. Let's just say that. Right. Yeah. And why did we watch this together, Luke, I ask you? I don't know. Why did we watch this together? Uh, because uh, we didn't have a new episode of The Love Experiment. Oh, that's right. Uh, are you... Are we doing that now? I've got another show to cover, if, if you don't. No, I was just saying that that's why we, we watched... Together. The buddy games, oh yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm assuming it has to do with that football started this week. They didn't want to put out the love experiment because apparently... I don't know why that would be. Like, is there a lot of crossover between football and this uh-huh. show? I don't know. I guess so. Yeah, so hopefully we, we... I had to ask Luke, are you sure they haven't cancelled it? Because we <laughs> I actually still more. don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> right, yeah. That would uh, be amazing if it did week. get canceled, though. <laughs> it, it would be the first get, show yeah. we ever covered that, like, got canceled got mid season. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, what was the last thing that you saw? Uh, Wilderness. Did you watch Wilderness? No, uh, but you told me that I should. It. This is basically. It's about a woman who gets cheated on by her husband. Uh, she is she's like a the she's married to they don't have kids but she's like a stay-at-home wife so she mm-hmm. like does the cooking and the cleaning and the and the she doesn't ever go she doesn't have a job <coughs> um and so she gets cheated on by him and uh, decides I'm going to take him on a trip uh whitewater rafting and it seems like she wants to kill him because she cheated on him uh, or right. he cheated on her, sorry. Uh, and then that it's it's got a monologue that she of her talking about what she her what she wants to do, her ideas. It's like in her head, you know, inner monologue happening. Mm-hmm. So in that way, it's very Dexter esque because she's like this mm. evil person, but she's the one telling you everything that's happening. Very much like Dexter is like you know narrating mm-hmm. the whole thing, except mm-hmm. instead of killing criminals. She's just killing her husband because he he cheated on her. That's that's yeah. it. That, yeah. 
Okay. Is so, it any good? Uh, the acting's pretty good. I, it's very... Uh, what's the word for it? This is also one of those, like, movies where you're like, why? Like it, like I said, in Dexter, he his motivation for killing people is, like, he's... Compul- he's compulsively wants to kill people, right? He doesn't. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a choice because, like, he he he, uh, he he mentally can't do anything else. So he decides he's going to kill like the worst people he can find. Mm-hmm. Um, in this, she's just kind of justifying why she wants to kill her husband the whole time because he cheated on her. Like, mm-hmm. and in my mind, there's no actual justification for for that, right? Like, there's no equivalency between being cheated on and murdering somebody. But <laughs> you know? Yeah. Can I can I ask a silly question? How do you make more than one episode of this? That's what I thought. Well, at the... I'm not going to... Sp- well, I guess at the end of episode one, I can... Uh, this is spoiler alert for the end of episode one, which there's more of the show out already, but... Um, mm-hmm. She... They fall back... or she She falls back in love with him right towards the end, but then overhears Aww. him on the phone talking to the the woman again uh, uh saying like oh i love and so then it goes then she reverts back oh now i want to kill you again kind of thing oh, so okay. there's ways to uh continue the story i don't know how many episodes or even even if this would ever be able to have a second season but mm. uh i'd give it a um, <laughs> I'm gonna give it a five right in the middle. I'm gonna I'm okay. like the acting's really good, the storyline's super interesting, the concept mm. is like a little bit uh broken because it's like doesn't mm. maybe it's just because I'm thinking of it as Dexter, which makes sense, where this one like mm-hmm. the concept for it is like really uh unbalanced. That's the word for it. It's just yeah. Yeah. We don't have it in the TV news, but One Piece got renewed this week, so I'm happy about that. Oh my god, so many commercials on YouTube for One Piece also. People, like, yeah. uh, Netflix must like what the numbers they're doing because they're really, really hyping it up. Af- like, yeah. a few weeks after it even came out, you know? So, yeah. It is so good, though. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, there's a tiny bit of uh, strike... I don't know if you heard about this writer's strike. We have never talked about it or anything. Um, yeah, one of the sad, and I'm putting that in quotes uh, because I don't think it's that bad, uh, is that uh, they don't have any more talk shows. Uh, Bill Maher and Drew Barrymore was supposed to come back this week. Uh, I guess that didn't really happen. Yeah, Bill Maher is pausing production on his HBO show. He announced Monday after previously saying he was uh, he was gonna not delay the wrong running commentary show, even though there was a strike going on. Joining a growing list of stars who have reversed course in the recent days. Uh, yeah, like you said, including Drew Barrymore. And what I'm gonna understand is there was the talk was also gonna come back, and they uh, they decided against it after the Drew Barrymore stuff happened. So, mm. uh, but it says an onslaught of criticism over her decision to return to her show uh, while Hollywood is on strike to Barrymore reverse course on Sunday and at least two other shows did at the time. So yeah, the Drew Barrymore thing happened and then a bunch of other shows were like, oh, uh, this is a bad idea. I mean, they have to understand <laughs> Drew Barrymore so specifically yeah. and Bill Maher that like, yes, you can do that. You will just never work in Hollywood 
again. Again. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, go ahead, do it. Go ahead and mm. do it. You just will never have another job after this one. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Especially the Drew Barrymore situation, I think, is the one that I have followed more because she cried in front of a camera... Yeah, yeah, on YouTube, and then delete, and then deleted it. Is the I think that <laughs> was the bigger it, thing yeah. is that she deleted it after it, like everybody had already seen it, right? Yeah, mm. which kind of shows you that she uh, didn't want it out there. She, that, that yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, you can't delete things out of the internet, so there's that. That. Uh... Yeah. Uh, the other thing so is like, hmm? did you even know Drew Barrymore had a show? So I almost think that she did it, like, <laughs> in a way to, like, get attention that she even has a television show. Where Bill Maher... No, she had one. Right, uh, where Bill Maher, I think he's just a big jerk and an idiot. And oh, yeah, yeah. Where her, I think, like, this could all just be a PR stunt, yeah. honestly. Yeah. So, what are people watching on TV? <laughs> Since well, there isn't anything else, yeah. Yes. I mean, it has to be a very high-quality show, right? Something, like, new and fresh, right? Yeah, something really cool and... Unique? Something really unique that has never been done before? Oh, no! It's Suits. Suits? Suits. Right. Suits! Which I think I've seen, oh. like, one or two episodes of and never watched oh. more of. Fucking shows in the universe. Uh, suits. Apparently, it's extended uh, one streak on uh, on streaming TV charts from August 14th through the 20th, but another one came up close. I guess Painkiller was right behind it. Uh, yeah. But the legal drama, which streams on Netflix, Netflix and Peacock, was the top title in the Nielsen's weekly rating for the ninth ninth consecutive week, with Painkiller pain coming second. <laughs> How the fuck is that happening? Suits, a terrible, terrible, terrible lawyer show that came out like what? I don't even. When did it even come out? Let me look it up. Like it had to have come out in like 2010 or so, like. I mean, the only thing I know about Suits is Meghan Markle comes from there. 2011. So. I was so I was super close. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I remember watching a couple episodes of it and being like, this show is not for me. It <sighs> yeah, is. Yeah. No. Procedural garbage. Uh, it is for people so bad look. for people who live their life life in in a suit. Like literally, that's yeah, what the yeah. name of it is. <laughs> well, uh, we have some uh, fall TV that we can look forward to. So there's that. Yeah. Anything super interesting you found on here? Um, I mean, there's um, there's a lot of things coming out, but like a lot of them. Uh, are just returning things, you know, like uh, American Horror sure, sure. Story, the new one, <laughs> Chucky's coming back, which that's the new season. I did you? Mm. I never kept watching Chucky to begin with. Uh, I saw the first season and then I dropped up uh, out. There's going to be a um, John Wick TV show, apparently. Yeah, all the lights we cannot see. I am really look not looking forward to because I hated the book. Uh, the new American Horror Story I am interested in, but that's more or less because uh, Kim Kardashian is in it. Uh, Apparently, Paramount Plus is bringing back Frasier, which I hated that show yeah. when it was on 
originally. So, I mean, I love uh, Cheers. Big fan of Cheers. Right. Hated Frasier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think of the new things that's coming out, I'm most excited for uh, the fall of the House of Usher. That uh, looks interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm interested I'm in that. I'm really sure. looking forward to that. I think that's probably uh, the thing I'm looking most forward to. Other than that, I would say Gen V. Um, that trailer looks fucking insane. Uh, I think that I'm really look, not looking forward to uh, Lessons in Chemistry with Brie Larson. I've never looked liked anything Brie Larson is in. Yeah, that I I'm not gonna watch it because it's on Apple Plus, so I, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter for me. Uh, but there's a lot of things that are just like returning stuff on here, not necessarily new yeah, things. Yeah, like you know Survivor. What I mean? Are you looking forward to the new Survivor? I actually will try again to watch Survivor. I didn't watch the last couple seasons because it just got it's too bad. annoying. Um, it was so bad. But I'll give it a shot again. You know, but yeah. Big Brothers still happening so i'm enjoying that right now oh it's so good yeah uh let's see anything else no, uh, not really nope uh well this doesn't have uh golden bachelor on on it but yeah there's that also <laughs> because that's the thing that luke is uh, super excited for, for yeah. yes <laughs> and if you want to hear about uh the bachelor i bet there's a book about the bachelor on audibletrial.com sure forward slash ADC. Yeah. That's audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. If you want to get a free audiobook or audio media of some type, go to, go there. You get a free 30-day trial to Audible. And if you cancel, you get to keep the uh, Bachelor book. Uh, <laughs> even though you cancel, it don't, don't, they won't charge you anything, but it helps us out. Movie around. You've seen more movies than me, so I will let you start. Well, I saw Fast X, um, not to so be confused good. with ITVX. It's <laughs> it's not good. It is a bad movie. Really? I thought they couldn't make it worse <laughs> from the one where they literally fly a car into space. Um, oh, they can. Uh, somehow they did. I don't... Was John Cena the worst part of this, or was it Jason Momoa? <laughs> Cause I, it was it's, Jason Momoa. It's almost a toss-up to me which one was worse, no, but Jason Momoa no. was very bad in this. Yeah, yeah, no. It was him. There were certain parts He's that not... John Cena just didn't even feel like he was... Like he was in some there. other film. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I told you uh, that this is the worst of them. <laughs> also, that cliffhanger is so stupid at the end. And the even just the opening part with like fam family, we're doing the family thing. All of us are family. Mm. Like the whole thing is like, so like has got also has gotten so far away from the original concept <laughs> of Fast and Furious that it's like mm -hmm. unrecognizable from the first few movies. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And what really mm -hmm. bothers me in this one specifically is just the completely retconning of uh, Tokyo Drift. Like that yeah. movie didn't, couldn't ever have happened, and have this movie exist, right? So it's like, uh, so strange to watch this. Uh, at first, I was almost like, oh, is this like gonna be some type of prequel thing? No, it's not. Mm. It's, it just acts like that movie never existed. Which I guess the last few have kind of acted like that didn't happen, but it is sure. just silly. The whole thing 
the whole that's also the thing is it's all just big explosions and goofy fight scenes and uh, very unrealistic but flashy color on the screen loud noise uh baby brain kind of movie you know what i mean so mm-hmm. i don't know i give it a 4 uh i'm i think you're way too nice i would probably give it a 3 yeah like i said you got to definitely go in with the mentality that I'm not watching a good movie, which I didn't right. go into this thinking I was going to see, like, uh, some masterpiece. Yeah. Well, I didn't think I was going to watch a masterpiece this uh, week either when I was going to see uh, Pixar's uh, newest uh, movie, Elemental. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I have heard nothing really good about this. I've heard nothing... I've heard nothing about this. <laughs> yeah, I I was like, it's it's a uh, it's a place where uh, fire, water, earth, and uh, air um, uh, live in a town uh, together, mm-hmm. and we meet. Uh, a girl that's fire uh, that uh, of course falls in love or oh spoiler alert for a movie i guess maybe and uh, no well uh, she 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 um, she gets involved with the guy that's of water and they can't be together because they're fire and water you know mhm yeah go. i think there's a song about that yeah is it called romeo <laughs> 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 yeah no um this has 74 percent on rotten tomatoes and 93 percent audience score i don't understand that well it's got claude in it that's the only thing i know about this is claude claude yeah it, apparently they were trying to do some kind of viral marketing campaign with Whatever character that is. I haven't seen the movie. Oh, Mason, uh, whatever his name, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, But, um, yeah, I I think I'm either getting to... I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that stage where I think I'm allowed to say, because I'm 44 years old, I'm allowed to say... Animation was better when I was young. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember the original <laughs> Lion King? Yeah. Do, um, do you remember yeah. B movie? Yeah. Did you? Oh. <laughs> Come on. Don't go there. <laughs> A bug's life. Uh, anyway. Uh, but you yeah, know, I I. I didn't vibe with this. Maybe it's something wrong with me. Maybe I have lost my childhood uh, uh, things. Uh, I'm going to give it a four. I'm a yeah. This is one of those movies I probably will never see uh, unless it's just like put in front of me for some reason. No. Uh, Something I saw that is not related to Elemental in any way: Mafia Mama with Tony Collette. Okay, that sounds amazing. Um, it's about a woman who... This is going to sound very familiar. Haven't Her... I seen this movie? I don't know. It came out in April, a while ago. 
Um, yeah, it's a terrible, terrible movie with Tony Collette, where she she plays this awful woman, right? I I, I don't know. That's a very, very... Yeah. I don't know if you're describing this movie or not. <laughs> it's a yeah. comedy. Was the one you were talking about no, a comedy? No, okay. no, no. So no, this is a different movie. It's called Mafia Mama. She plays okay. a woman who... Tell me if this sounds familiar. Her husband cheats on her. Um, hmm. And then she... That's never happened before. And then she gets an invite to a, a funeral for her hmm. great-grandfather, who turns out to be an Italian mob boss... And when she gets there, they re- reveal that she's like his last descendant, and so now she's the boss lady. But Bo- she's the boss lady of the mob, even though she just showed up there for a funeral. Um, mm. And so then she turns out to be like she turns out to be a great boss uh, mafia mama. That's the name of the movie. Uh, it mm. is very funny, actually. I really enjoyed the comedy of this, surprisingly. Okay. But it's like, like I said, it's got this very weird boss lady feminism angle to it where it's like, you're in the mafia. <laughs> you know what I mean? You you murder people. Uh, I don't mm. think you're supposed to be the good guy here, but that's how it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's funny, but it's the it's very cheesy and kind of terrible. But the cheesiness also is where the comedy comes. There were certain parts mm. that just made me laugh out loud, though. So this... Probably a six, I guess. I'd actually recommend it to you. I think you'd like it. I know you like Tony Collette, so. I do, yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about the movie that we saw together. Once Upon a Time in Crime, or whatever it was called. Oh, no, we didn't watch that. That's right. Uh, oh, what was that movie called that we started and didn't finish? It was called was Once, it one, Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Crime? Once Upon a Crime. Once Upon a Time in the Crime, yeah. We watched 10 minutes, and we were like, nope. <laughs> it was a Japanese uh, fantasy uh, Red Riding Hood spinoff that looked like it was created by the mm, the makers of Power Rangers, kind of. <laughs> it, it was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then we watched a kind of, kind of interesting movie. What was, what was it called? Love at First Sight. Mm-hmm. Uh... Which was basically just, I mean, it was very similar to a lot of, like, uh, Lifetime movies. It's based on, very it's, much. it's during Christmas, it's a love story where one, where these two uh, people meet on an airplane, they get to know mm-hmm. each other, they fall in love, but then they're, when they get off the plane, there's a mix-up and they, they lose each other, and she has to track him down and find him in a country she's never been in. Hmm. Yeah, it was very sweet, though. I will, I will give it that. I uh, was expecting much worse when we went into yeah. it. I was expecting full-on yeah. Lifetime vibes, which it was like two steps above Lifetime. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, no, it was two steps above that. Uh, was one joke that we both thought was very funny, but I don't remember it. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm going to give it a four, I guess. And then uh, Jamila Jamil was in this as, like, the narrator slash, what, mm-hmm. fairy godmother, almost? And how funny was it that I recognized her voice right like, away? Like, right away. I was yeah. like, that just sounds like any generic British person, but Fro, like, yeah. got it right away. No. Yeah. That's the girl from uh, The Good Place, yeah. Uh, she was fine in it. I, I didn't think her 
role was totally necessary, but also it no. it, it worked, I guess, and she was fine as a narrator. The two young people were fine in their in the roles. Like I said, it's just the storyline's pretty generic. It's not anything I, that's yeah. unpredictable. If, I, if yeah. I can summon this movie up in one sentence, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'd give four. it a. Jeez, uh, I'd give it a yeah a four. I think you're right. Yeah. Okay, the last movie that we're going to talk about is an interactive movie. Uh, from Netflix called Choose Love. Yeah, it's it is an interactive, but it definitely it's not an no, interactive not. that you can <laughs> lose at, right? Right. Like other interactives, so, like some of the Bear Girls ones, you can actually right. You can the story will just stop if you don't make the right decision. Where this one, right. there's no way for it not to continue, right? Yeah. Here is my biggest problem with this. Uh, uh, well, uh, why don't you give them a little, like, synopsis, what it's all about? It's about a woman who has to choose between three different men, but you are the mm -hmm. one making the choices of how she decides who's the right guy for her. And so there's mm -hmm. the rock star guy, there's the guy that mm -hmm. she's currently with who's just, like, you know, Mr. Nice Normal. Guy. I would say yeah. he's, he's, he's Mr. Nice Guy. He's too nice. He's too good. He's... He's, he's, yeah, yeah. he's too perfect for her that she's like, it, mm. is this all too real? And uh, Yeah, and then who's the other guy? Just the rock star, him, and then... Uh, the Lost Love, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, The Lost Love, who's like the um, mm. uh, hippie. He, he wants her to go to like a rally to promote right. an environmentalist kind of thing. Yeah, he's... So, the yeah, it's like the normal... I would call him square guy. And then there's the rock star guy, and then there's the uh, environment environmentalist hippie guy that you're picking between. Right, right, right. We, I uh, I only did this once. You said you did it multiple angles. I did three times. Yeah. I think I I pretty much uh, when I started I I started going down the road of uh, following the hippie guy because I ended up at the art gallery at one point. And right. when I went yeah. there, I realized this guy's a real douchebag. Uh, yeah. And I ended up going back to just regular square guy by the end of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is my biggest problem with this. Either the way you choose it, she's happy. Yeah. Okay. I. It's it's so silly. It's like. Yeah. There's no I way to lose. Like I said. Yeah. Yeah. There's no consequences of what you choose. Like, she's... Okay, she's also fucking irritating. <laughs> Just let me get that clear. Uh, she's one of the most irritating women I have ever met in a movie ever. And all the acting in this is terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Terrible acting. But, but she's written in a way that you're supposed to have very big sympathy for her. And I, I, I'm like, do you know what? I think you don't deserve any of these guys. <laughs> it's like, who the fuck do I want you with? Who, who, who would, who would take the least harm of being with you? With you, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I thought there was definitely like a certain decisions they made you make that I'm like, I wouldn't choose either of these choices. Exactly. I would just be like, don't 
I wouldn't go there in the first place or something, but you're forced to like make a decision at one point. I think, do you go to the gallery or do you go to his business meeting or whatever? Right. And it's like, yeah. uh, can't, there's no choice to just stay home. Can I stay home? Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is awful. Uh, I don't understand it. This is like, they watered down the system of like choosing that's why i did it three times because i wanted to see all of the three endings mm -hmm. and she's happy anyway it, yeah it doesn't it, it should be a consequence let's say she's with a rocker and he starts with heroin <laughs> like right that would be an awful ending or he leaves and he's like oh i gotta go on tour for like six months and I'm not going to see you after right. we went through yeah. all this. Right. There's like, there's yeah, there's no way to lose. And that really ruins it. Cause at least there should be a point where you like, concept. where yeah. you choose something like, like I said, with the choosing to go to this or to that, one of the choices yeah. should inevitably end you up, um, being alone where there's no way yeah. for her to end up alone in this. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. That would be the way you lose, I and guess. And I tried so fucking hard to make her miserable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure you don't really like that fucking rocker. He's awful. He, yeah, even from the very beginning, he's a real asshole to her. And But she's like, yes. oh, I kind of like him still or whatever. It's like... No, you why? actually, yeah, why, he's a big, he's just been an asshole to you the whole time. Yeah, yeah. But if you choose uh, him, she's fucking happy. Uh, yeah, it's, okay. I'm going to give it a three, Luke. Oh, I would give it a two. Yeah. Um, I, The acting is way worse than we're... We're not going into how bad the acting... But it, the thing <laughs> oh, is, the acting can't be over the top because of the way the story connects itself. If you mm -hmm. had one scene be boombastic, and then the next scene all of a sudden goes way toned down because you've picked yeah. a certain choice, then it would ruin the flow of it. So everything has to yeah. be super generic super feeling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Totally. Okay, what are we doing next? Uh... Movie news? Oh, we don't we don't really have any movie news this week, so let's watch a trailer for a cartoon, I think, that's coming out, or that came out, The Inventor. PG. Very PG, apparently. Oh, it is stop motion. Oh, it's a trailer for a trailer, look. A long, long time ago. <laughs> it was a trailer for a trailer. I love trailers for a trailer. Oh, it's about Da Vinci. Oh, looks... No, this looks super cute, though. Yeah, I, it looks like, um, similar to, God, what's the name of, uh, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer stop motion. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this should go well. <laughs> now the world has never been easy, even for those with a rather big brain. It's crazy. 
<laughs> this must have make, taken forever to make, actually. Yeah. Oh, Matt Berry as well. Extraordinary! It's not British at all, this movie! Right? <laughs> it's both stop motion and not. For some reason, this is on IGN movie trailers? Yeah. Hmm. Weird. <laughs> that was very funny. Cool. Like the sound of that. Yeah, me too. August twenty fifth. Uh, yeah, what is this movie? Oscar nominated movie all about look. This actually could end up in an animation category. I could see. Uh, oh, definitely. The insatiable curious, oh, the insatiably curious Leonardo da Vinci leaves Italy to join the French court, where he can experiment freely, invent incredible machines, and study the human body. He is joined on his adventure by audacious French princess Marguerite de Navarre. Okay. Mm-hmm. Seventy-seven uh, percent on Rotten Tomatoes, six point three out of ten on IMDb, forty percent on Fandango. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's got a lot of, like you said, Matt Berry, Daisy Ridley, Stephen Fry. It's got a lot of mm -hmm. big people in it. Uh, and it looks yeah. like it must have taken forever to animate just by how it looks. I'm really looking forward to it. It, uh, it looks like a fun movie. And I love the animation style as well. Yeah, it feels super old school. Yeah. Coming next week, we'll talk uh, news of the week, TV and movie of the week. Uh, we will probably <laughs> do the love experiment episode five. Let me look that up. While... Yeah, let me look that up and make sure. Because, oh, yeah, I remember seeing um, uh, on TV Guide, it said there was going to be one today or yesterday. So there should oh. be one out now. Uh, okay. Right. Yes. There should be okay. at least. Okay, yeah, we'll figure that out uh, next week. Uh, we will do another digital review of Barber. Uh, that is a filmation about... A barber, maybe? I don't know. It's it's probably about... Um, uh, who's... Some... What's the guy who... Did the uh, the shampoo Vavine salon saloon or whatever oh, yeah, thing yeah. is? <laughs> yes. It's it's about Fabio. It's about Fabio. Okay. Here. Yes. There is a fifth episode on MTV.com, so we're good for next week. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, okay, I'm going to talk two seconds uh, about the Jeremy round uh, because uh, and in the Jeremy round I will talk about Game Pass. Uh, you know uh, the concept of Game Pass, right? Yes. Yes. So for people that don't know, uh, I subscribe to Game Pass uh, on my Xbox, and some games get then uh, well free or uh, and free. Uh, free to download. Free. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's not a physical thing. It you can download it for a while and play it. Right. Right. 
so I have played two games that is on Game Pass. Uh, what should I do first? The one I liked or the one I didn't like? Uh, I do the one you didn't like first, probably. Okay, okay. Then I will talk about Lies of P. Um, so I I have to say this as a pre- uh, preference that I don't really like the hack and slasher uh, RPG thing in the first place. Okay. Like uh, things like Soul uh, Soulsborn and Souls-like games, mm-hmm. I hate because I don't I don't really I I don't enjoy being killed over and over and over and over and over and over again. It's it's not my kind of thing. I understand that like people can feel find enjoyment of beating a boss when you have tried like 16 times before, but that's not my kind of game. So I have to have that as a preference. Uh, That being said, this is on the easier side of uh, Hack and Slash Souls, uh, like Bloodborne, Elden Elden Ring. Uh, I would say this is probably like half uh, uh, in difficulty, uh, I still didn't really like it. Uh, I think um, my biggest problem is that I uh, didn't really understand the concept of why we had to be this like Pinocchio thing. I mean, it's set in, in like this fairy tale aesthetic world and things like that, and you, it's very like Burton esque kind of thing. So that I very much enjoyed. It's just that I didn't really click with the story. There are some uh, stupid NPC guy uh, quest lines that I I played. Uh, but uh, and and some like very like cool uh, moments of puzzle and things like that. But for me personally, it's just not a game that I I, I enjoyed. So uh, I will give it a six out of ten. I think it's not a game for me, but I can see why people would like it. Have you heard about this? <sighs> Um, yeah. I haven't really seen anything from it. I don't, I don't I just know it's about Pinocchio. That's all I know. Yeah. Uh, the other game I played that I very much liked was uh, Sea of Stars. Uh, that felt so fucking nostalgic. Uh, it felt uh, like a Super Nintendo game <laughs> in, in 2023. Okay. It's a uh, very turn-based uh, thing. Uh, I'm not a huge uh, fan of turn-based games, personally. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, no, the narrative uh, design is very. It's very beautiful. If you if you like it, uh, uh, I would say say like get it free on Game Pass and try it. Uh, but I, I can see like people uh, very much playing this. I think it's more like a Nintendo Switch game than a console game. Because it's a little, it's, uh, I would say the, um, 
the controls are not is a little like finicky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I really recommend it. Uh, I would give it an eight and a half out of ten. I actually finished it, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see, Jeremy round. What do we got this week on the internet? Oh, JoJo Siwa. We definitely have to start with that. <laughs> uh, JoJo Siwa came out on what the Howie Howie Mandel show and said that. Mm. Colleen Ballinger, uh, she basically said that she didn't do anything wrong and that it was all blown out of proportion. Yeah. Uh, and also said at the time, or said in the interview, that she met Colleen Ballinger when she was 12. So she's almost yep. contradicting herself by saying, like, she didn't do anything wrong, but me and her yep. were friends when I was a 12-year-old. <laughs> right. Yep. So uh, I almost don't blame Jojo because I feel like she doesn't understand what what was going on even between her and Colleen was wrong right she doesn't right. even understand so, that I was thinking when I watched it of the Stockholm syndrome sure like you, yeah. you, 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 you protect your abuser to, to a point well I also think uh, it's like she just grew up in this system that th a system that thinks that these kind of interactions are normal Right. Yeah, yeah. And she grew mm -hmm. up that way. She doesn't know anything different. She like was on Dance Moms when she was what, like five or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So she doesn't know any di anything different than that. She just understands. Mm -hmm. She thinks that that is a normal thing where everybody else outside of that system that didn't grow up as a five year old TV star realizes yeah. that a twenty eight year old woman hanging out with a twelve year old is weird, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Logan Paul and his boxing buddy are in a fight that uh, seems out of proportionally stupid. Uh, I'm not going to mention his boxing uh, opponent because he's one of the biggest jerks I have ever seen in my entire life. Mm -hmm. Posting fucking nudes of his fiance on Twitter, getting uh, like more or less slut shaming her. It is so atrociously low. How fucking low can you go? Uh, yeah. I mean, it it feels like well, the guy is gonna say that this is all just to promote the fight. That's what his excuse yeah. is gonna be. But it's like yeah, that is you're bringing in excuse. You're involving somebody who isn't fighting, right? Like if you mm -hmm. were putting out nudes of Logan Paul. Yeah. Right? That would be one thing. That's not what's happening here. You're bringing in outside people, right? Like, yeah, that uh, the guy, both of them are douchebags is the thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's just one-upping the douchebaggery. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you watch the Reckless Ben podcast? <laughs> I did. Apparently he has two strikes, and so in the continued saga here, uh, he... I guess Have is to be careful. Yeah, and so they did a podcast, and a podcast can like, uh, you're not like making a direct thing to. He's not making a direct thing to McKamey Manor by making a podcast mm -hmm. talking with his friends about McKamey Manor. So it's almost a no. way around like directing it at them, which it I think was is very smart. Very smart. Yeah. It was a smart way of doing it. Yeah, and it was just kind of a funny 
decent. I mean, it was very short for a podcast, but it was it was fine. Yeah. What do you think will happen there? Um, I think uh, there's definitely something coming down the pipe because in the podcast they revealed that this other guy who they were talking with also went through McKamey Manor. Um, yeah. And it sounds like he did it without the other two guys that uh, they already knew were, like, after them. So they have another inside guy, right, that we Mm -hmm. haven't seen the video for that yet. So uh, we'll have to see when that comes out. But I'm assuming there's more information now than there was when that podcast was even made, you know, so. Yeah. It's Uh, a weird thing. Yeah. Uh, Anything else? Not that I can think of. Uh, well, there's the swoop interview. We didn't talk about that yet. Oh yeah, that was really good. Um, with Josh Evans, who is the ex-husband of Colleen Ballinger, more Colleen mm-hmm. Ballinger stuff. He came out with a whole thing. Just you know, uh, it was what three and a half hours long. It was long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listened. I downloaded it and listened to it on, uh, you know, in. in in earbuds while I was at work because it was so long. I wasn't going to sit there and watch it all, you know. I was I was having it on my ears while I was watching Lies of, uh, playing Lies of B. Right, there you go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just so uh, interesting. So interesting. That he has so much background information. I don't know, some people are saying that they don't trust him 100% because some... He might have been involved at the time, so he's trying to get himself out of it. But if you watch the interview, he even says multiple times, like, I know what I did was wrong, but yep. here's, like, the context to it, basically. And he didn't, like, shy away from admitting fault, I guess. is Yeah. Mm. Did you see the newest uh, Trump interview? <laughs> no. Talking about interviews? Wh- who oh, interviewed him? I don't remember. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't remember. I saw some clips of it. He, he's a loon. Yeah, I mean that <laughs> that definitely goes without saying. Uh, <laughs> speaking of interviews, did, did you hear Aiden Ross is going to interview Kim Jong Un? <laughs> no, that's what he says. He said, "Really? I don't know if it's all a troll or what, but uh, there has been multiple has people to be a troll. Multiple people are talking about it and saying, and he said, like, okay, coming up, I'm going to have uh, what's his not Drake, uh, the guy who beat up Rihanna. What's his name? <laughs> uh, yeah. He said he's going to interview that guy and Kim Kim Jong Un. He was like." This is these are the interviews that are coming up on my stream, and one of them was Kim Jong Un. So, I don't. We'll see if that actually happens or not. It would be ridiculous. It might actually start a world war uh, if he interviews Kim Jong Un. Possibly. I'm trying to think what that basketball player's name was. No, he was a he was a singer. Uh, let me look it up. Was he a Chris singer? Brown? Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. No, he's a he's a he's yeah. a R and B. He star, I guess. I mean, I don't know how he's mm. still f- famous, but he is. You know, so there you go. Well, the guy that killed uh, people uh, during that concert is famous. So there's that. Right. I guess he has a little more. Uh, he can take away a little more of it. Uh, he's a little less guilty than Chris Brown, who literally just True. beat the shit out of a, a woman. 
Uh, what else? I think that's oh, the, well, Russell Brand stuff, but we don't need to talk about that. There's like a whole Russell Brand thing. He... Yeah, I saw the doc. It, I had it in my TV round. I watched the documentary. I think it is a hit piece. I, yeah, I mean, Personally. not that he. Let's say, I'll say that he may have done something wrong, but the way oh, they yeah, went yeah. about attacking him, it feels like a hit piece. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I don't doubt that he raped all of these women, but they also interviewed. I mean, he he. I think he said that he had like sex with over like two hundred people in this period. Right. This is like yeah. a drug-fueled sex addict uh, right. situation. Right. Um, yeah, not that he didn't do anything wrong. It's just the nope. way they went about uh, dealing with it. That is an issue. So why do you want to talk about the Galaxy set Fold 5? you got to see this commercial. It is some utop okay. or, uh, dystopian shit. So I just saw this last night. Uh, okay. Give me a countdown whenever like, you're ready. That is so so random. It's called the. I, look at the title. It says official film. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. I, I'm ready to watch this. All right, give me a countdown. Uh, in three, two, one, play. Okay. It looks like a very beautiful phone, by the way. Oh well, yeah. So she would. Oh. It's dancing. Her TV misses her, apparently, because she's got her phone. <laughs> yeah. This is a tiny bit uh, weird. <laughs> so the, the song is saying, I miss you now, and she got off her... She was gaming on her... On her TV, but now she's just watching everything on her phone because she's at work. Mm. She can't be at home because she's at work. Right. That is a weird commercial. So her TV misses her. So her TV is like a living thing, I guess, in this weird utopia yeah, or dystopian uh, universe. That's a tiny bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> just a, a tiny bit weird. Yeah. Uh, I, I, was, yeah. I saw that and I was like, did, what did I just see? Did I just watch that? What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, my name is Fro. My name is Luke. See you all next week. Bye bye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye, everybody. Another digital. Another digital. Another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.